Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. In our third seat, a comedian, actress, podcaster who you know from Florida Girls, a black lady sketch show, iCarly, from her podcast, Scam Goddess. Before all that, from being a guest on this very podcast, our most requested return guest. Holy shit, she's back. It's Lacey Mosley! Hey. <laughs> What's Whoa! up, Jack? Oh my What's God, not you fucking Florida Girls. You really reached back to, to the, the back of know. the IMDb. Also, love that you ended with, and also, but don't forget that like I'm her podcast father. And That's I right. put her on. That's right. So Before all of that. The, I found yes. her and That's made her come to an alley in Santa Monica. And don't let <laughs> none of y'all forget it. Also, yeah. we were at a WeWork, which is a scam. So <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Yeah. The ultimate the original scam. scam. Yeah, it's all a scam. It turns out. I think that's what we've discovered. The yes. whole fucking thing is a scam. It scams all the way down. Life, <laughs> <laughs> Lacey. So good to have you back. How, how have you been? Oh my goodness, I have been absolute trash. <laughs> Just you know, every day scratching and surviving, trying to like do good habits. I recently realized something that took me probably too long. Uh, that. You have to work out not just 
because you want to look cute in on Instagram, but because like you need the endorphins to regulate your mental health. <laughs> and I yes. was like, why do I feel horrible all the time? And then I started working out again, and I was like, oh, my brain. Okay, right. cool, 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 cool. Just so, move. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like a walk, like nature, really be nature in. I went out into the nature this week. Have you ever been tree people in LA? Have I ever been a tree people? Oh, yeah. the, the place. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but it sounds like somewhere black people aren't welcome. So I've never been. <laughs> it does kind of give that. No, it's actually really cute and like hippie ish. And people donate trees, like, oh. uh, I guess when they die or whatever. They donate like themselves to become trees when they die? I don't know if they're in the trees. And I was curious about that. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like very morbid. You're like walking <laughs> through a beautiful forest and you're like, that was a human at one time. That's Ted. Yeah. That's Tommy over there. Angela. My blood, <laughs> my blood and guts nourished the roots of this tree. Yeah. Honestly, I would go then. Like, yeah. I would, if that was the if that was the premise, I'm I would in. go to that shit every day. No, but it sounds great. I'm glad that you did the Black History Month thing because I've my Black History Month hasn't been that great. I got a ticket. Nah. See? Yeah, mm-hmm. from the police for speeding. Now, did I deserve it? Listen, I'm, <laughs> I was late. I'm 400 years late because of the police. Hear me out. Mm. I'm 400 years late because of oppression. Okay, so Thank I got to speed. Mm-hmm. I got to do gotta 66 speed. and a 35. That's my you business. <laughs> we got we to gotta, we gotta make up for lost time. That's why we got to get there quicker. You exactly. Know? There you he said, uh-huh. where were you going? I should have said to freedom. And then maybe <laughs> we got out of the ticket. Yeah. I didn't think of any of this at the time. I was just hoping I didn't get, you know, you know how the cops be. So I was just like, sorry, Mr. Sir, please. I was a good Negro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say you didn't deserve it. I'm going to say you yeah. didn't deserve it. In the broad and you know what I didn't, sense. I didn't deserve. I didn't get Check. a Beyonce code. And I don't deserve that during Black History Month. I, I know there's some, I know there's some white folks out there that got the codes for Beyonce that, Y'all didn't, y'all didn't come up off them coals for your black brothers and sisters. And I, I see you. I just want y'all to know that. I that would have been allyship. Mm. I got the code last night, though. And uh, I'm in wow. there. Wow. Damn. I'm in there. MetLife Stadium. Damn. Good view. Nice view. I'm, like, I'm not going to get Beyonce sweat on me, which is what I mm-hmm. wanted. Right. But, mm-hmm. but I am going to see, you know, her pores. So. Yo, when the ticket's so expensive, Lacey can't get Beyonce sweat on her. Because Lacey out here balling out of control, yo. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Don't do that. <laughs> y'all, I am poor. Stop that. Why would you say something so egregious? When they eat the rich, they're not coming for me with the, with the chalupa. No, absolutely not. I will be eating no. with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Beyonce tickets are the latest, like not since the like people were getting the shot, like and and people wanted the shot or like did you know like that everybody wanted the same shot and that like it's the great Beyonce tickets are the great equalizer where it's like everybody wants these tickets and if you get it you are just a better human being than I think the rest of us so which which checks out I mean yeah I don't. I didn't I mean, have a code to come up off of, unfortunately. Yeah, Jack, why don't you give us your code? <laughs> I ain't gonna give us your code, Jack. Yeah. We were actually yeah, talking about you when we yes. said all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you can tell I give off vibes like I have Beyonce code. Yeah. You actually do. Yeah. You actually yeah. do. Oh, <laughs> you, ain't get them, you ain't get them iHeart codes? That's uh, huge Jack. for me. I didn't, yeah, I, I do think iHeart had like something that was allowing people to like get in See. line or something, but I don't think mm-hmm. it was allowing people to get in a line that led to getting Beyonce sweat on them. Okay. Yeah. My thing is like, I'm tired of the resellers. Like 
I am a scammer. I love scam culture. However, like, do the work. Like Kim Kardashian said, like, nobody wants to work these days. Like, how are you just going to have a bot, (laughs) steal a bunch of tickets, and then flip them online? Like, if you want to flip a ticket, you should have to go in person like they did in the olden days and scalp and have them inside of your jacket. You got to wear a trench coat. It's got to be long. And you got to have them inside your jacket like Hustle Man. And you got to, you know, show your wares out in the parking lot. Like, why? Yeah. I don't like that you can just steal them on the internet and flip them on the internet. There's no work involved in that. Yeah. Just it's... a bunch of, like, Stanford computer science grads mm-hmm. are, like, controlling the all the tickets to all the shows in the history of... Yeah. Boo. Boo. I don't like it. Raphael, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? So, the last thing, I was listening to another podcast, some... I think New York we Times. We don't acknowledge and, that those exist. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's gone, yeah. actually. The it last actually, thing yeah, from my Google <laughs> search was was ironically about Bing. Uh, oh, yes, <laughs> Bing. <laughs> so they're, they're teaming just up. Just its way back to relevance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with they're a teaming partnership. Up with, with that creepy chat GPT, the one that yeah. could write those college essays. Yeah. I was like down that rabbit hole, and it's scary because, you know, we watched Google make smart people smarter and kind of ignorant people more ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> and now now we're going to go come upon a new society where they can't even accidentally come across the right information. <laughs> it's just going to the 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 search engine is going to tell them what the answer is in sentence form, but <laughs> yeah. Also maybe <laughs> yeah, if you don't know how to use it, you might draw the wrong conclusions. Yeah, it's like controlled by billionaire monopolies and AI itself. Still racist, still sexist. What if the <laughs> feeling lucky button on Google was wordy? Like you know, just that, that's what it, they've decided to go with here. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I've, I'm feeling lucky and I will not shut up. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite type of people just constantly feeling lucky regardless of, you know, outward indications or results and just can't can't shut the fuck up. So what would you learn? What would you have you? Did you see any of the results? I think I saw some results where somebody was like, where is the avatar showing? And it wound up with them like down a very strange path. What what I do is I. I don't have the, it's like private access to test it out right now, but I test out other AIs. Mm -hmm. I work with a group called Athena Coalition and we oppose Amazon and they are authors of their own AI stuff and facial stuff and and things that hunt, (laughs) (laughs) that they sell to like governments to oppress their people. And it's really scary what's out there. Like if you ask it basic questions, a lot of these AIs, you could see what they call guardrails, but really they actually like, you could see it censoring results. You could see it, you know, saying like, no, you don't. Like, if you ask about armed revolution, <laughs> you'll see them always responding. <laughs> you know, like, yes, the most successful ways historically to change oppressive systems have been violent revolutions. But, however. <laughs> however. <laughs> not for you. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's one very carefully selected sentence from the I have a dream speech so that I just also love AI is like even the uncensored version of it. It's just like this whole thing is like educated on number one, the totality of the Internet taken credulously and number two, (laughs) like people who love AI. 
Like, yes. that's who interacts with it most. And guess what? People who love AI are fucking creeps. So, like, <laughs> yeah. like on the whole, yeah, any, any listeners who love it. But you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, of course it's a fucking creep. Right, It'll just right, be right. What, whatever Andrew Yang would reply with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's, ruining, he's ruining being Andrew at about my age <laughs> and Chinese. Oh, no. <laughs> he fucked on it up for me. On the one hand, but on the other hand, <laughs> the same hand, but I'll just pretend like it's another hand. Oh, I forgot. God. Yeah. Hey. What is something you think is overrated? Thank you for asking, Jack. Hey, Nick, what's something you think is overrated? Now, this question is uh, out of left field, but (laughs) I think I have an answer. (laughs) Uh, Chubby Checker. Oh. Chubby Checker is overrated. That is a hot take that I think is correct. (laughs) Okay. Now, it might not be the most timely take, but the best takes rarely are. Well, I just heard of him. I'm tired of these damn kids telling me about Chubby Checker, (laughs) man. Shut the fuck up. Forever teenager. We need to talk about Chubby Checker. If you (laughs) see, he's probably 90, but if you see him, he has an impeccable hairline and haircut. Does he? It is. Still here. He's still alive. A team. The same team that that did makeup and hair on the whale. Fair. So Chubby Checker, we all love him. He's the twist guy. He brought Holy twisting shit. into our I'm lives. Look at a picture of him in 2005. Oh, he okay, looks now, amazing. Yeah, he looks amazing. Chubby. Uh, wait, was he like 12 when he was famous? Because he's only 81 now. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like he was maybe a person who like looked a li- like looked older when he was younger because he was born in 41. Wasn't he famous in like the early 60s? So in, uh, yeah, 1960 yeah. is when his big song came out. So he was yeah. 19. He looked like a middle-aged, I guess everyone looked like a middle-aged person back then. That was yeah. his style. They were but, all drinking yeah. lead. Also, he's probably, you know, the heft helps. And yeah. he's, he's a very tall. It's crazy that he's still chubby. Yeah, well, yeah. you can't lose your, I mean, you know, at this point, if he comes out skinny, uh, who's That's, going to see yeah. that concert? No one wants to right. fuck with skinny checkers. Yeah, well, yeah. skinny chess. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skinny chess. So, okay, everybody thinks they love the twist. It's a dance that, you know, you, you anyone can do because it's literally it. moving right to left. Yeah. Right. Almost not a dance. Right. So in 1960, Chubby people. Checker yeah. at 19 releases Let's Do the Twist. Mm-hmm. And it's number one hit. It does great. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. So then in 1961, the label comes back and they say, Chubby, <laughs> you, you did it and you got to do it again. Okay, what? You got to give us something else. Yeah. So then, so then Chubby's like, uh, you know what, guys? I'm not full of ideas. I'm going to be honest. I can't think of another dance. So in 1961, he's eventually he's like, I got it. I figured it out. He releases Let's Twist Again. Like we yeah. did last summer. Which, incredible move to reference a previous song in, in a song. Yeah, and a song that has staying power. Like, people still play Twist Again. Like, I've heard that yeah. song yeah, all these years sure. later. Yeah. No, another hit. So he's a genius, okay? So then 60, 61, those are his years. 1962, label comes back. They say, Chubby. You did it, Twist Man. You know, he's he's got a new nickname at this point. And they're mm-hmm. like, you're the Twist Guy. And he's like, I know I'm the Twist Guy. Let's fucking hit it. Everybody so get night- in the basement because the Twister's coming. <laughs> that's, right. uh, that, that's what I would have said to him. For sure. Uh, when the he was coming yes. into my office as an A&R executive back then. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. 1962, he thinks, uh, let's, get, let's, uh, let's do it. He releases Twistin' USA. That's right. Which I assume he thought there was going to be a Twistin' for every country. But this song <laughs> was not a hit. No. And so I think at that point, he starts to lose it a little bit. And a couple months later, he comes out with Slow Twistin' and no. La Paloma Twist, mm -hmm. which are sexy twist songs. Yeah. Because the, the twist is not sexy. You're, you're bound to knee your partner in the groin. Yeah. yeah. So he got some slow versions, not hits. And then let's say summer of 1962, he's at the end of his rope. And uh, he's, he's lost his mind. He doesn't even know why he got into the twist game. And he releases Teach Me to Twist. <laughs> Which, you know, he's lost his mind. We're like, Chubby, you taught us to twist. I forgot to twist. <laughs> It's like maybe he, yeah, <laughs> you know the the way to really like learn something is by teaching it. So maybe he's mm -hmm. just like you guys have clearly lost your love and yeah. passion for the twist. How about this? I'm gonna play a fucking mind game with you. Yeah. You teach me to twist. <laughs> what if what if we tried that? But just yeah, sheer desperation, like a yeah. panic idea, like an idea. It's like a came sad like panic. attempt to get uh, you know like uh, people talking. You know. Right. Just to get some engagement. Like, sounds like a degenerative neurological disorder where he's slowly like, teach me to twist. And then it's just like, where are our car keys? And it just keeps going down. <laughs> so not a hit, folks. So then that same year in 1962, he pivots and he thinks maybe I'm just like, I'm like he twist was twisting. He yes. Yes. Yeah. He twists. Thinking about shouting now. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he says, maybe I'm the dance guy for dances that aren't really dances. And he releases mm. Limbo Rock. Oh, oh. that Not was a Johnny Checkers. But I'll tell you what the song was, a fucking hit. Yeah, a huge hit. He's back. So then in 1963, you got to do it again. He comes back with Let's Limbo Some More. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Yes. This rule. This is this psychopath's journey. <laughs> I mean, he's only 23. Imagine. He's a, he's it's a, a child. sad story. He's a child. So then, not a hit. And then Shut he's up. like, you know, he's he's starting to rethink everything. And he's like, maybe I am the twist guy. And then also in 1963, he releases Twist It Up. Back to Twisted. Not yeah. a hit. 1964, nothing. He, he doesn't release anything. He goes insane. He gets an Airbnb <laughs> in Big Bear. He takes a gun and a dog. And he waits a year just thinking there's got to be something else. <laughs> and then in 1965, bam, he's back with Let's Do the Freddy. Oh, the Freddy. Yeah, that's a left turn you didn't expect. Where'd that song come from? His name's Chubby. Well, right. Freddy and the Dreamers released the song that same year. And so he was just listening to the radio and he was like, they're doing a dance song. Chubby's the dance guy. Wait, releasing the song. He, did he steal their dance? He stole it. <laughs> also, the dance is basically lifting your arms above your head and sticking out one leg. It's the Daniel song. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all. It's a dumb fucking dance. Why couldn't he be like, uh, put your arms to the side? It's the Chubby. Just yeah. say your name. Anyway, not a hit. He's gone. He's done. That's it. That's the Chubby Checker everybody loves so much. You're right.
He per, he apparently appeared in a film called Don't Knock the Twist in 1962. <laughs> Nobody's He's knocking like, you better watch anybody. your fucking mouth about the twist, bro. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. Imagine if he had had like a TikTok. And he yeah. just like comes out every week with like, why are people ruining my twist? A New York Times op-ed in defense of the twist. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, that is, uh, he's, you're what right. What a journey he's, you just took us on. Yeah. So, overrated. <laughs> I don't know if he's overrated. I don't know if that's what I took from that. That's, <laughs> but, wow. What a, what a run. What is something you think is underrated? What do I think is underrated? I, okay. So, I grew up in the suburbs. And there's like this trend all over social media to like act like eating at whatever Olive Garden or something is like the lamest shit ever again. This is like the opposite of what I just said, but flip. Because I'm yeah. like, stop acting like having a, a decent meal for a reasonable price is fucking terrible. Yeah. Like you, you go to these places, Olive Garden, Outback Steakhouse, wherever, there's always families in there. People are just spending mm -hmm. time with each other, just having meals, laughter, you know, whatever, love. And I, I really, I don't like this, like, trend on social media that everybody's like, ew, you ate at fucking Olive Garden? Oh, my God, that's fucking nasty. It's right. like, bitch, there's a reason they're popular and that they're everywhere. Yeah. People I mean, this like is like the, um, the girls who are going to Erewhon and being like, this is my $600 ice cream sundae. Yeah. The exact same people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're fucking lame. obnoxious. When people are like, it's so bleak in there, it's like, you're just. Do, you're scared of poor people, I yeah. guess. You're, yeah. You you find like the idea of not having money gross, and that's also, exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. That, what there are people in there who don't have as much money as you, maybe. To and go, like, yeah. Oh my you, God, not everybody's so going to go to some fucking depressing. exactly. Not everybody's going to go to fucking Jose Andreas restaurants every mm -hmm. fucking chance they right. get. That's and yeah. that's fine. That's like you shouldn't look down on people because they. That's where that's where the the treat meal is for them. There, or, you know, there's Sunday after church meal or whatever the fuck. Like, there is nothing wrong with people fucking spending a little bit of money because that's all they have, or even if that's what they want to eat. You know, even yeah. if you do have money, and that's where you want to go. Fucking whatever, man. I'm yeah. also. Have y'all ever been teenagers? That was the time, man. We used that, to just exactly. go to like our fifteen dollar little exactly. restaurant or whatever. We could afford this. It felt like kings were really balling. Yes, oh, that's when you could smoke in a restaurant. Forget about it. Yes, amazing. The bill was never enough. Nobody. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck yes. kind of mathematics is it yes. with uh, with a shared restaurant bill when you're in high school? Yes, it has never once been enough. Never, no. never. That, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like that. All that, you know what? It, you know what it is. Um, I I think at the end of the day, and I think this is true for my stand up, and I think this is true just for how I live my life. I'm really tired of people being mad about the wrong shit. Yeah, like, mm. it's very exhausting that people spend so much energy on the wrong shit. Like you're really mad about Valentine's Day, bro. Get a life. You're mad about families going to a hometown buffet or whatever the fuck. Like, right. dude, let people just have their little pieces of enjoyment however they can get it the, like the world is hard enough like the news is sad enough and like that's the shit that you put your energy into you're mad about the wrong shit you got to be mad about the right shit you got to learn how to like channel your anger your energy your negativity into the right places yeah get out yeah. there and vote people that's what i'm trying to <laughs> oh say thank you <laughs> thank you yeah, we used to we used to hit. There's an Applebee's and a strip mall in mm. Lexington, Kentucky, mm -hmm, with a cigarette mm -hmm. machine in the back, and that was Ooh, every classic. Friday night for you know what? A long and that's time. actually that's the other thing too is that I think that especially left wing liberals and shit, 
they they concentrate on like shitting on shit they shouldn't be shitting on yeah. and it, it it turns people off mm-hmm. you know yeah. and i think that's that's part of the problem that um i think a lot of liberal democratic people they they focus too much energy on the stupidest shit and it's like bro you can't get people on our side if you're going to shit on like the things that they just simply enjoy on a weekly basis or whatever the fuck <laughs> right <you know? laughs> like sex scenes in movies yeah, yeah. Well, that is yeah that's a puritanical movement of being like no more sex scenes ever like yeah children what yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. i feel like the liberal urge to make fun of nascar is not is not good it's not yeah. good for for the big d democrat party it's also just like it's just a, a thing pe- yeah people just enjoy their shit like let people enjoy whatever it is yeah. They're like little pastime shit isn't actually affecting you. Like, why the fuck are you mad about it? You know? Yeah. yeah. Learn how to drive. How about that, guys? Learn how to be a use your turning signal when you're supposed to. How about that? <laughs> Focus your energy on that. Learn how oh to merge God. your car, bro. Uh, the, drive, <laughs> the driving in LA is. Uh, don't even get. Don't get me started. Don't even, even get, get me started. <laughs> One of my favorite SNL sketches of Best all time. Best character. So good. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to talk about UFOs. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. And Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating Trump's attempts to overthrow the government, I guess. And experts are calling him a potential key witness in the case. And he, I feel like when I, any anytime I imagine him, I just go back to that moment where he is between Trump and Nancy Pelosi and just trying, like, jamming his eyes closed trying to teleport himself out of the moment just (laughs) being like god don't just let me let this be over i feel like that's what where he is all the time he's just constantly reciting the the lord's prayer right (laughs) yeah that that's the face that he gives yeah i mean he's trying to run for president for that and would need the support of a demographic that was openly trying to kill him very mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. And so Pence's team have been talking with the DOJ about holding a voluntary interview, but those talks apparently broke down, hence the subpoena. And I just I feel like he probably knows some shit, is trying to hide that shit because he doesn't want to be revealed as the person who brought down Trump because Trump supporters like fairly recently tried to murder him in public. Yes. And and he's like kind of like, how does he campaign? He's like, look, if I don't keep my promises, my neck is real snappable. It is like you could totally hang me. You know, there's a million ways you could kill me. But until then, vote for me like that's going to be his bid. I think there's also something going on like during Trump's administration, there he Pence was always the billionaire pick. He was always like the Koch brothers boy. Yes. He was always like you always heard behind the scenes like he was ready to step in and like he was meeting with all the donors and he was and I think like that's what's going on here is that he is uh, I'm sure it's going to switch if it hasn't already to DeSantis, but there's just something about the billionaire class that wants Mike Pence to be the president because he's so spineless, like almost a a medical scientific miracle, how spineless he is. And just he, like, he is their guy. An earthworm in a suit. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. just worming around. Yeah. And so I think I think that that's why we keep hearing about him and why he thinks it, I don't know if he even believes really deep down that he could win, but there's a lot of money riding on it. It's just so funny, the cowardice, right? Like you see at least DeSantis, who I think will absolutely just implode going up against Trump because he can't. He won't. Everyone's still scared to go against Trump. But DeSantis is just like he's like a a little leaf that's just in a wind. And he's like, oh, please, little gust, like take me to where I need to go. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want like he's just waiting for like the cues on how to play every single 
you know, thing to his advantage or not. But but until then, he's not going to, like, take any kind of stand. So he won't condemn Donald Trump. He won't say Donald Trump legitimately legitimately lost the 2020 election. He won't he, he will not come out on any side of anything. He just wants the Lord as his shepherd to guide him into the White House. And that's not going to fly. It's not going to happen like that. And so, I mean, I one thing I think about all these stupid classified documents is like, there are way too many classified documents generally. Like, we're yes. over-classifying yes. everything. That doesn't mean, yeah, throw it to the fucking blogs that everyone should watch and read everything. No, no, no. It just means, like, clearly, I, you know how many more people have classified documents in their homes right now, in their third homes as fucking Congress people? A lot of them. So, you know, I've been reading about, you know, David Dan of the American Prospect wrote this whole thing about, like, actually, we've been over-classifying things for decades. So the, it's just a... It's an endless tit for tat story. Yeah. But it is interesting in terms of maybe he does have stuff that's like, remember the alternate slate of electors that was supposed to be handed to him the day he was going to confirm the election results? For sure. Does he have those? Where are they? Was there an alternate plan? Who's the who's the Trump's lawyer? I'm blanking on his name, who basically came up with the alternate slate of electors. Like, you know, there was a lot of like, this is our secret plan dossier. Yeah, yeah. And we've we've sprayed it with perfume. It's cool water. It sounds it smells <laughs> great. And we're going to win. You know, like, you you know, there's some shit that probably should get like glued back together at this point from, you know, from the uh, shredder that it went through. Right. Ugh. So Ugh. the the FBI began a consensual search of his house, but. That, so he's trying to portray it as him him being more like Biden, where he's just like, yeah, sure, let, let him in. But there was apparently rising tension between Pence and the DOJ, specifically over the discussion about searching his house. Pence's team even accused the Justice Department of leaking details of a pending search to the press in order to pressure him into cooperating. But I do go back to I don't think anyone actually gives a shit about classified documents in anyone's house other than Trump's Trump. It makes sense that it would be a problem because it like you could actually see him trying to trade state secrets for like preferential tax treatment in Dubai or some shit like that. You know, like, yeah, he he has that vibe. And like, I don't I don't think anyone thinks Pence or Biden or any of these people is so. But it it's just this logic trap that the mainstream media has fallen into that they're like well if we treated it seriously with trump yes. we must treat it seriously with them and it's like oh god that's that's absolute bull like nobody is worried that pence no. is like engaging in like sp spy craft or, trump already know. sold <laughs> the information we right. know that like right. we know he's yeah. already like the made good done. on that the yeah. deal's done. And so, but yeah, you got NPR being like, um, is it fair that uh, the former vice president, Biden, uh, did keep the it's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut, we cares. know because Trump, we, we know. And like, right. I hate to say this, like, oh, I don't care because it's my boy. But Biden's not my boy. Biden's not anybody's boy. Yeah, Biden fucking sucks. We I'm just not know that, that like. Pence sucks. I'm not worried about either of them having fucking classified <laughs> documents. Yeah. Oh, God. I just have to say one of the lawyers who talked about the alternate slate of electors, if you guys forgot his name, Kenneth Cheesebro. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Cheesebro. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesebro. Kenny. 
Cheese bro. Cheese bro. Cheese bro. <laughs> when he walks into his law firm, they're like, it's like when someone named like Luke checks into a basketball game and everyone's like, Luke, like, cheese bro. Cheese <laughs> bro. Cheese. Uh, What's that from? I forget. Anyways. Can I just say though, rating like Pence, the reason Pence doesn't want his home rated is because, you know, they don't, he doesn't want anyone to find out his like little SNM dungeon. Yeah. With like weird pictures of like Mary Magdalene yes. looking real fly, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I was gonna say he definitely strikes me as a dude that would have a basement full of like kneelers with nails in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff where you're just <laughs> yeah. like, All right, dude. Okay. The loose I get nail you. is a design feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yeah. One thousand percent. Where he's like, I need to kneel and look at her and pray and oh god, yeah. documents. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's some opus day weird ass shit mm-hmm. down there. Yeah. hmm And a little bit of pee. Just a little, a little bit, bit all, of pee. Yeah, exactly. And a place to bleach your eyebrows. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No no one's asking what's in the uh, eyebrow bleach. All right, let's talk about this list I, we talked about it last week it's just a fun list to return to these are new bits of social etiquette that new york magazine is suggesting is it perfect no is it elitist well i'll tell you that the very first rule is you don't have to read everyone's book we can't be expected <laughs> to spend all our time metabolizing content by friends or friends of friends like so way to start with one everyone can relate to <coughs> you know all of my friends have books everyone has just written a memoir and i haven't just gotten around oh my god they open with that it's crazy that they open with that but they're approachable there's also good stuff like there's good stuff in there like there there are hundreds of these and that there's some good stuff that we talked last week about one that was never tell anyone who you think they look like Mm. i agree with that it's such a weird it's just weird. It's, yeah, it's both weird. It's bad for anyone who's doing the, you know who you look like, that you are about to say something that is going to fuck you, like fuck that person up or whatever. But it's so, <laughs> it's so revealing that it's always interesting. Like, I do want to know yeah. what they're going to say. I'm not going to like it, but I desperately want to know what the fuck they're going to say. That's why I always like as someone who's mixed, like it's so funny because ethnicity really is in the oh eye of the beholder. Yes. Absolutely. Like, people will tag you and be like, is this your doppelganger? You're like, what are you? <laughs> what world? <laughs> but that being said, Jack, you do, you do look like El Chapo's son. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's right. I that's so funny that, that this came up. I did not talk about that. But yeah, you pointed out on Twitter that I do look a little like El Chapo's son, who I was like, yeah, I will take that. He <laughs> is hot and very he's a young. Guy. Yeah, he's hot, dangerous, young. Good uh, brows. I'll take all that. Great brows. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to do a Google. I've never seen what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, I'm 1000 yeah. percent going to Google that. But it's just funny, like as a fat person, I get I mean, I've gotten Chrissy Metz from This Is Us like twice since I've lived oh in Nashville. Right. And I could not look anything less like her other than right. we're both fat women. Right. Like where I'm like, oh, my God, what? I don't yeah, look that's... anything like her. Nothing. <laughs> like not a stitch. Like we don't dress similarly. Our styles are not the same. We don't have the same hair color. We don't have the same eye color. The only thing we have is big round bodies with big round heads. Like that's right. literally it. Her makeup's it, fly. I feel like you. Oh no, she's a beautiful woman. Makeup. Like that's it. You just though. don't look alike, right? <laughs> and like, what? Yeah. 
but people people are really reflexive reflexively go to that a lot uh, i talked about how i got walton goggins one time and it ruined my day walton goggins i don't Good, know who that is very funny actor from vice vice principals and <laughs> it was just not, <laughs> did you just look him up <laughs> Yeah. So Walton well, Goggins is early man. Like, look at this. My man yeah, is like he's got Cro-Magnum like, yes, big forehead. Yeah. Uh here are some new so th- those are the ones we talked about okay. last week. Some some new new rules. Because that's what they would have called it if Bill Maher hadn't. One don't that pick up. up the phone. What's that, that? I said were you gonna break into one don't pick up the phone? Yes. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. So one is don't post RIPs for celebrities unless David Crosby was your actual uncle refrain i i think this is true if you're just posting a picture and being like oh man r.i.p that said i love a celebrity story like Mm -hmm. and i feel like you get true and like wild stories about celebrities like behaving badly when they die or behaving like awesomely when they die so I will allow a personal anecdote about said celebrity when the celebrity does personally. What are you guys' thoughts? I'm with you on that. I think if you have a personal connection of some sort and it's to a degree that you feel compelled to do that, you know, and you've got, like you said, you've got some sort of anecdote or some sort of, you know, relevance or an interesting sort of take, I think that that's fine. I do think it's weird when people post videos of them like crying or like, you know what I mean? Where they're like in tears and it's like, you've never met that person. You don't yeah. know them. They yeah. don't yeah. know you. Like, I, I, you've got to calm down. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just handle that. Process it. Whatever you need to do. But I don't yeah. think you need to involve the rest of us. Yeah. But it's, it's also. It should be held in. You, you should, or not held in. You should cry and do whatever you need to do. But yeah. it's, you should also be embarrassed by that and not post it on main. 1,000%. I think it's weird to cry when some a celebrity dies generally. Yeah. But then I have to maybe admit <laughs> something that's going to get me a lot of hate. I think the closest I was to like crying when a celebrity died, call him a celebrity, call him uh, a 21st century socialist. When Hugo Chavez died, it fucked me up, you know, as a socialist, <laughs> as someone right. who's like, you know, believes in the Latin American left. Yes, he wasn't perfect, but reduced poverty by 70 percent in that country, extreme poverty by 90 percent. It fucked me up that he died. Uh, slash was given cancer by the CIA. Obs. Um, wow. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Here's what I don't like about posting RIPs of celebrities. It always makes me feel guilty that I didn't like that celebrity harder. So I yes. like retroactively try to be cool and be like, totally, I knew blankety blank. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not just Googling them now and ordering their books. Yeah. Another uh, elitist one. You and Bobby De Niro may go way back, but to everyone else, he's Robert. This is true. This always makes me hate the celebrity a little bit, but it's also like a fun way. Like I, I think celebrities should keep doing it because it reminds us that they are not like us and they're trash. (laughs) But it like who is the intended audience of this article? Like that, that was like this. Is this just for like James Marsden? Like the like it's a very random thing. Like this person must have been like around some real D bags that are just like referring to like, are they just like randomly referring to Bobby? Oh, no. Bobby who? Oh, oh, De Niro. Did you know, you know, Bobby? (laughs) Yeah. Like, how is this? 
How it's, often is this happening that this made this article? All the he time just went to, to one New York bad magazine dinner. editors and they assumed the rest of us, I guess. It yeah. was like one dinner that he felt on the outs of. And he was like, you know what? Rules. Okay. Like that's yeah. what. It, but it also feels kind of like a troll. Like I've read all of these. I feel like some of them are pretty satirical. Like one of them is like, don't wake up your partner. Ever. Ever. Uh, yeah. If you think there's an intruder, work it Deal out. Deal with it on your own. Deal with what? it. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Is true because I always think there's an intruder and there definitely is not, but maybe there is. And I have woken up my partner, but like, oh, I'm not supposed to use partner unless, quote, you want to get something out of it, according to him. Right. Which is like straight people can't use partner unless it's like a there's an angle, to, which I'm like, that's terrible. That's right. That's super terrible. Like, I take such umbrage with that because like. I'm a 45-year-old woman. I don't have a boyfriend. When am I, 16? Like, th- that's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, that is... And also, like, as women, I think in general, women are more comfortable using the word boyfriend. Like, whether we're two or 100, we will use that because it's like we want to say we have one. But, like, men have been avoiding the word girlfriend forever. Like, <laughs> there's nothing... Like, my friend, like, and then as they get older, it just gets worse. Like, some 50-year-old man's like, oh, this is my lady friend. Where it's like, yeah, I get it, bro. You still fuck. Like... You know, right. why do you partner is fine. Partner is the best word. That's who that person is. It is your partner in life. Yeah. Like, but I've also been on the other side where I've said partner. And people are like, oh, what does she do? And I'm like, uh, excuse me. How do you not know that? What? Like, just to assume that I am gay because right. I use that, you know, oh, not right, that there's right, anything right. wrong with that. But it's like, it's just it's so silly to me. Like, what an antiquated version that we're still hung up on this. If you're not married, that like you can't use it's been long like enough. Partner. It's right. been long enough. It's it should be normalized and without and it can be open whether you know that person same sex or not. It should just yeah. absolutely. And also, if there's an intruder in my house, I'm not gonna have to wake up because he's gonna be awake and that person's gonna have a fucking gun in their face. Right. So I don't like not in my house. I'm sorry. Right. Like <laughs> I've got we got cameras. I got things for a reason. And if I get yeah. up first, they're gonna have two guns in their face. Like that, that's gonna yeah. be both of us. But if they track mud in the house, you will pop that rug right in the washer, and it'll yeah, it'll be, be fine. That's what I'm saying. Shoot someone, you know what I mean? Get rid of that body, <laughs> dig a hole, yeah. roll up that rug, Roll-roll put it in it the up. washer. It's not just because you sense. did anything wrong, but just because you want to. You know, it, it's a it's a hassle to bring the police in and stuff, and you're you completely self sufficient. Exactly. All right, one that I want to induct into the like these need to be absolute rules for everyone the the other two were the celebrity lookalikes and also white people only get to pronounce 50 cent like i just did they don't get to do 50 the other. The other. that is <laughs> the other yeah i i, I think those so are two brilliant. hard rules that need to be everybody needs to so agree on that i think this also, one why are we still talking about 50 cent like wh- why is that an like who who are these these legions of people that are still I Rick. say never stop talking about 50 cent. Yeah, 50 oh cent. What about flow rider? How 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 can how mm. how do we treat that one? I think just insist on pronouncing it Florida and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just own like just that. steer into the like, whiteness and irrelevance. Do you For, like the music my, of Florida? Florida yeah. is a one was a wonderful rapper with a terrible hairline. That's right. <laughs> For group dinners, this this isn't even funny. This is just one that I want to add to the, you know, the Ten Commandments. For group dinners with friends, always split the bill evenly. But if you're drinking and I'm not, offer to pay the entire tip. Yes. Please. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Common sense. Yes. Common sense. 
the itemizing of it and like being like, let me see here, just just leads to to chaos. And then, yes, people who don't drink, it's it's not fun to <laughs> really <laughs> not know. fun to pay for other people's alcohol. Yeah. 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 Big time. Not, I think that's super it's not fun. great. It's not the end of the world. But like it's it's a very courteous thing to do to be like, hey, since you didn't drink, you I'll, I'll pay for the tip anyway. But, but you have but you can't like you have to offer if yes. you're the one who didn't drink. How do you ride that? It's very difficult. Yeah. Also, another one I just want to induct. Saw someone shoplifting. No, you didn't. There yeah. we go. Agree with shut that. Shut the fuck up. Shut Duh. up. Yeah. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. Quiet down, and Karen. That's not your business. Anything in general that is a crime against a piece of property. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah. It's not. That's not a person. So you can relax. Also saw someone digging in the trash. Just let it go. Let yeah. it in your trash. Yeah. It's fine. It's trash. It's fine. It's trash. You put it there. You threw it Unless out. Unless they're like it clearly a CIA agent. In which case you might want to just introduce yourself. Flattered. But... Yes. Thank you, CIA. Uh-huh. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Titanic. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. And did you guys did you guys catch the the Jesus themed ads? Yes. And yeah. I was very confused and scared. <laughs> I was very I was I was watching. I went to the Super Bowl and watched it at the Soho House last night. Okay. And, okay. And, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, we was ready. And it was a lot of black folks in there. And we was watching this shit, you know, in the big ass rooms. And and when it was all these images of just angry people, we was like, what yeah. the fuck is it? Because we weren't really watching the commercials. But like that one, like made everybody like stop and turn and start watching it because it was just a bunch of images of people being angry and people pointing at each other or kids standing on each other to pee or right. <laughs> just these weird fucking images. And then it would just be like, Jesus, yes, I bought ad space for the Super Bowl. And, yeah. and the kids are starving, Jesus. Why are you buying uh, Super Bowl ads? Those are expensive. That's really you know how much one. work of Jesus you could have done with the payment of Super Bowl ads for Jesus? Like, mm-hmm. having, I think we did enough, you know, colonizing and crusading for people to know about Jesus, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all, y'all went Pretty everywhere. Popular. Pretty under well the guise known. of Jesus and while yeah. y'all were stealing stuff from poor people. <laughs> yeah. We know about him. <laughs> when yeah. the Beatles were the most famous people in the world, they said they were as famous as Jesus and everyone was so furious that they like canceled the Beatles for, for saying that. So they're pretty they're pretty well known. Like I, f- well I feel known. like yeah. The uh the Super Bowl commercial alone, to your point, Lacey, they probably cost around twenty million dollars. People are that wild. Is insane. So who how many people have given their money to this organization under the guise of like philanthropy and, and Christ and the, all the things that people who love Jesus the most never do? Because everybody who really bangs with Jesus super, super hard and likes to throw him in other people's faces, they don't ever do anything that he said. Like charity, mm-hmm. you know, right. like helping one another, loving thy neighbor. They harm thy neighbor. Right. Like, like it's so confusing to me but also it's disgusting to me like we really need to like bully them i'm gonna cyber bully them right after this because <laughs> they could have done so much good with that money and instead they just decided to flex with a super bowl ad like it's yeah. like oh snoop dogg and, and uh martha stewart and now geez us what? Yeah. <laughs> i don't even i really don't even get it like what the us is there in his name the know? us is I, there's like, no i in spend... jesus but there is an us <laughs> That's true. That's There's true. a you though. So That's what's right. a you? There's a you. <laughs> There's a if you. If you spend us. twenty million on ads, like at least make that shit funny, man. Like you know, like if it would have been a funny Jesus commercial, I probably would have <laughs> went to church next Sunday. You know, I ain't been to church in, in <laughs> like he's years. up on the cross and he's like, yeah. yeah. Y'all ain't gonna act right for me. Look what I did. Look what I did. <laughs> Have you ever had, you stub your toe and cry. I had nails in my feet, people. <laughs> and the sexiest body up here. Y'all ain't got abs like shredded. me. Shredded. <laughs> so the ads are all being run by the signatory, mm. which sounds like a mm. some shit a villain would say. Like it sounds mm. like how a vi- villain would call someone a signatory. Ah, yeah. Welcome the to the signatory, everybody. Yeah. It's a Christian foundation that raises money for causes that they claim inspire and facilitate revolutionary biblical generosity. 
that's a that's a freaking Ponzi scheme, money mm-hmm. laundering. That's some bull. So you telling me your whole y'all just raise awarenesses? They like right. y'all. We got thirty million awarenesses tonight. What is that doing? <laughs> the awarenesses says meter is off the is off the charts. It's off the charts. We yeah. did our job. So according to Fox News, AOC was roasted by conservatives for criticizing the campaign. After she tweeted, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. And mm. people were like, what, are you, what? These ads are part of an effort to spread the message of Jesus to LGBTQ plus people and other communities that have like felt unwelcome by Christianity. So what are you talking about? Except it turns out the signatory also known as Servant Foundation, has reportedly donated more than $50 million to the Alliance Defending Freedom, which you know by that title. It can't be good. Designated as an anti-LGBTQ plus hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So so what do they need $50 million for so they can go to Joanne's Fabrics or Hobby Lobby because that's the real oppressor. They can oh, go to Hobby attached. Lobby. And yeah. get get cardboard, cardstock, so that they can go harass the gays at brunch because that's what they do. Like, yeah. what, like, and also you have to be so bored and so sad in your life to be like, where are the gays having brunch? Go, let me get on Yelp, and then, <laughs> and then y'all have a poster sign making party, and then y'all go outside of the brunch. Y'all, we meeting at noon. That's when they like to get there and yeah. <laughs> just stand outside and be like, we don't like you. What? Yeah. Especially because brunch be good. Like, sit down and eat a waffle. <laughs> like, you mean to tell me you holding this sign is better than you eating some French toast with some, some maple bottomless. syrup and some mimosas? Come on now. They're just out there with, like, dry cereal in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> like, Cheerios why, are good, too. That's why they mad. That's why they mad. They got bran flakes and shit. Why, people, why, <laughs> why everybody, why the gays is eating, like, fucking... <laughs> Right, the, uh, gays, the gays are twerking next they to twerking. Their, their poached eggs, and they are mad about it. And they, they are mad. pissed. They Honestly, mad. I'm about to get involved in hate groups because it's such a great scam. Like, right? I, like I'm just making a company called For Hate and just ask haters to give me money. I'm not gonna tell them what I'm doing with it, but I'm like, nah, don't worry, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna get the hate up. Yeah, just okay? do the opposite of this. Yeah, you just do a openly hateful group and then secretly spend the money on good things. Because that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're, but they're not spending it on good things. They're just pocketing it. It's all a front. And by it's good so things, sad. I mean brunch. That's just yes. spending it on good things like brunch. <laughs> they're going to see me at the brunch while they're rioting. <laughs> Being gay as fuck. I'm like, ma'am. I'm like, I'm getting on the inside. Don't blow my cover. <laughs> Uh, They also helped draft the 2018 Mississippi abortion law at the heart of the Supreme Court decision last year, allowing states to ban the procedure, currently leading a new Supreme Court case arguing that businesses should be able to discriminate against LGBTQ plus customers. So it's the opposite of all the things that they're claiming They're It's they're doing the work of of trying to address. Yeah, they're trying to address the PR front, you know. Like it would be like the whatever this train company's name is like next year, just like running an ad about how they're all about the people and fuck chemicals or something, you know. 
And honestly, Thai commercials look more like ads for Jesus than those Jesus ads did. Like Thai right. commercials or or commercials for like drugs, like medications where they're like biking and then they're in a tub and they're like outside blowing one of those little flowers that like all the little seeds go around, dandelions. Right. Like those look like commercials for Jesus. Like, oh, we're helping, we're out, we're living. But they just showed us like a bunch of people yelling and it was in black and white and it was kind of scary. And it was like, why is this like Old Testament like... Why y'all trying to terrify us during the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah, they. The, I'm telling you, they literally had a picture on one because they ran like four commercials last night or some shit. Uh, they they had a picture that showed a little boy on his fours, on his hands and knees, with another kid standing on him pissing in a urinal. And I was like, <laughs> that was one of the pictures. And I was like, what the fuck is this commercial? These are the weird, that's the weirdest. Uh, you know what that makes me think of? The love of Jesus. Yeah, that's what Jesus would have done. What would Jesus, Jesus do? He'd get Jesus down on all fours. his hands and knees. So that I could reach the urinal. <laughs> also, the commercials at the Super Bowl in general were just like, Terrible. They're bad now. Like we're everything is just devolving in front yeah. of our eyes. They're like, oh, we'll just get influencers and celebrities, and that'll make it funny and good. It's like, where yeah. these used to be fun. I used to like watching the commercials. We turned the music up this this year. We were like, this yeah. is terrible. Like yeah. I didn't even give a shit about the commercials this year. They used to be very fun. Also, companies now start promoting their Super Bowl commercial, and like like three four weeks before. Or land foundation for like the reveal of the commercial, even though they had about six, seven commercials, like the Eminem shit with Maya yeah. Rudolph. Who look, I love Maya Rudolph, but like, man, that was just so boring and such a trash campaign. <laughs> it didn't make sense. It wasn't funny. It makes me mad. Bring back if Trump want to win a presidency, make Super Bowl commercials great again. All right, yeah, bring back the what's up. You bring know. back like fun stuff. Like hey, I bring it back every day at the beginning of a Zoom call. You know, every Zoom call I join. That's what's <laughs> that? Wait, let me my friend. What's that? <laughs> Yo, Got to get the tongue out. Thank you. I mean, a lot of practice. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of practice, Lacey. This is mainly what I've been working on since I saw it you. Paid off. Yeah. <laughs> let me know if you need me to donate to your practice fund. <laughs> <laughs> we used to spoof commercials. Remember that? Like that commercial was spoofed and scary movie like i can't even think of a commercial that would be spoofed today yeah no besides this like... jesus commercial actually maybe the jesus commercial knows what the fuck they do <laughs> the jesus commercial is iconic honestly it was a hit camp yeah, <laughs> it is camp what if they were like well we just liked it because the jesus commercial is camp and right. we got we mithrigan megan right. mithrigan and we got mithrigan? the jesus commercials did you see mithrigan i haven't seen it yet i actually heard y'all talking about it. i gotta see it but it's, it's camp fun. and it's i know fun. everybody it loves camp. it it's so also fun. the jesus Jesus. They on Damn. the sorry, just one last detail on this because you did mention Hobby Lobby. So yes. on the website for He Gets Us, they talk about how Jesus promoted women's equality, which is a little undercut by the fact that one of the campaign's vocal donors is Hobby Lobby co-founder David Green, the man himself who has supported anti-LGBTQ legislation, waged a years-long legal fight to deny medical coverage for contraception on the basis of religious beliefs. So, yeah, like, j yeah. the very person that you would assume is involved in this and, like, that that is most known for opposing the sorts of messages they were trying to claim, like, Jesus is on board with this, 
is is involved. It's like they were like, well, we got to get the main bad guy involved. <laughs> like, All this time, I thought the hobby was like knitting and yarn. The hobby is hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gotta, what they doing in the lobby. <laughs> got to practice. Yeah, but it it's it really is the equivalent of like a youth group pastor who like sits down, like puts his hat on backwards and is like, yeah, no, I get it. Like, I want to, you know, Jesus was just cool. And like, he just liked to rap with his friends, turns his seat backwards. And then like, (laughs) by the end of the month of youth group, he's like talking to you about masturbating and how it's like (laughs) the devil wants to kill you because you've masturbated or some shit. It's just the bait and switch, that old bait and switch. Cool, yeah, cool pastor. And I'm not falling for it anymore. Uh, I was just involved in a youth group. and got scammed, you guys. I gotta gotta stop just going to Christian <laughs> gotta stop going to Christian youth groups. I got it's uh They were like, why is this grown man here? <laughs> Once I hit my forties, they were like, maybe not, but I just He's like, I I'm still youthful. What's I'm yeah, talking about? Thank we didn't you. put an age cap on this, okay? Absolutely. I belong with the youth. I get that. Jesus' love doesn't have a number. But now I get it. I understand the hate groups more because I used to be like, why do they want to be in people's business? But I'm like, oh, it's a grift. They're just stealing your money and using it for whatever they want. And like, you don't really have to try much out when you're for hate. Like, you know, there's not much that you can like show for that that is like, you know, a spreadsheet of like, look how many hates we did this week. Like, no, the hates, <laughs> we're doing the work. Like, right. you can spend the money however you want. It's a grift. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's going to do it for this week's weekly Zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. Right, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. 